Good evening and welcome back. It's another exciting episode of the Across the Tracks podcast and uh, glad you can join us this evening. I'm Wayne here on the mic. I am Steve and welcome back to the Across the Tracks podcast. Yes, sir. Yep, we're we're rolling into the end of the month of February. Yes, sir. Uh, March is coming in next week, and before you know it, we'll be in the middle of spring. Mm-hmm. And the clocks will and the clocks will go <laughs> forward, which everybody hates this one because you lose an hour of sleep. I, I like it because it stays lighter in the evening. I oh, like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, growing up. Growing up, uh, you know, it being 9.30, almost 10 o'clock before the sun went over the other side of the school building. (laughs) That was good for us. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Moving to Indiana, when we did move, um, they were just on central time. They didn't have daylight savings time. And I was just so frustrated with, why don't you have daylight saving time, you know, and Indiana, Arizona, and Hawaii were the only places in the world that didn't have daylight saving time. Wow. And so I always made a point to, whenever I had a foreign exchange student in my classroom, I'd ask him, hey, in uh, Ukraine, did they have daylight saving time? (laughs) Oh, yes, Mr. Johnson. In uh, Siberia, did they have daylight saving time? Oh, yes, Mr. Johnson. In in China, did they have daylight saving time? Oh, yes, they did, Mr. Johnson. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with Indiana? <laughs> <laughs> so I always used to pimp the kids. And, of course, you know, living in Indiana with their conservative ass. Oh, we don't want to change time. Oh, no, we don't want to change time. No, no, let's keep everything the same. And they still fight over that stuff, man. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's coming. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. Here before you know it, we'll be yes, darker for darker in the mornings for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. it it um perk up, and then we'll start having much more uh, sunlight for, to get out and do stuff. Gives me a chance to do more yard work, I guess. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. More yard work. You can wait later in the day to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All sir. right, my friend, what do we got going on this evening? All right. Well, tonight, um, uh, got a few topics. Uh, Trump sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Trump sneakers. Uh, the fiasco that was the NBA All Star game last Sunday. Uh, you had a nice little outing, uh, this past week. We want to talk about your, your trip to the Daytona 500, uh, highlights from that. Uh, we want to do a couple of music things. Um, James Brown, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. It was a documentary that was on, uh, this past week. And then the movie, uh, that, uh, deals with the life of Bob Marley, One Love. We want to talk about that a little bit. And uh, that's that's pretty much it this week. Uh, and then whatever rabbit holes we find ourselves going down. <laughs> you How know? about an anniversary of a famous knock knockout? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the the greatest of all time, Ali. What is it? Sixty years? Sixty years? Uh, February twenty five, February nineteen sixty four. He knocked out the bear, Sonny Liston. 
and um, he became what the youngest heavyweight champion of the world. Was that is, uh, was at that, that time, the, yes. at that time at that time? Yeah. yeah. So Ali is from uh, our home state. And so we always give love to uh, to the greatest. And uh, so your thoughts on that, man, that was like you said, that was the that was the second fight. There were two fights between him and Sonny List. And we were talking about that before we came on air. So I'll pitch it over to you on that. Yeah, uh, Ali was the greatest. And and growing up at that time, there was a new channel that was featuring a lot of sports and that new national channel was called the American Broadcasting Company, mm-hmm. ABC. Mm-hmm. And ABC got its um, foot in the door of broadcasting because it broadcast a lot of sports. And in the 1960s, sports was becoming big. NFL football was coming big. Just sports in general. Boxing was huge at the mm-hmm. time. And we used to watch uh, probably every Saturday or every other Saturday, there was a, a boxing match on on ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw things like skiing and, yep. and yep. Um, uh, ski jumping and things mm-hmm. like that from uh, Wide World of Sports, which was a program yep. that came on. Yep. Yep. And that's how, that's where uh, Ali was introduced was introduced to Ali uh, back then. Now he was in the 1960 uh, Rome Olympics where he won a gold medal, uh, but he really became popular in um, 1962 when he went pro, and then in 1964 when he defeated Sonny Liston the world heavyweight champion at that time. And uh, he shook up the world. He shook yep, up the world. Yep, yep. Uh, he predicted <laughs> it. And um, I always liked Ali because he was flashy. He he boxed like no one else had boxed before. Uh, mm-hmm. Stick and move, stick and move, champ, mm-hmm. stick and move. Yep, yep. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't like to stand in there and brawl. He would hit you with the jab. You know, and hit you with a right cross, you know, sometime with a right lead. Mm-hmm. And it was unorthodox the way that he fought. But that made him um, popular and also made him a target because he liked to talk. <laughs> uh, before there was a lot of what they called chatter, he did a lot of chattering. <laughs> uh, he talked about yeah. folks. He gave nicknames to people. Yeah, he always had a a rhyme of some sort. He was his own little poet, <laughs> you know, and he taunted his his uh, adversaries. And most of the times, uh, with the exception of a couple, uh, he he did what he was said he was going to do. And he um, on February the twenty fourth, he he shook up the world and defeated Sonny Liston uh, down in Miami. And then a couple, a few years later, came back and whooped him again. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Was the greatest. The greatest. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, he, uh, as you, um, I, I, I drive, you know, back to Kentucky so much and come across the bridge or, yeah, matter of fact, going, um, going back west 
and coming across the bridge heading towards St. Louis, the Muhammad Ali Center is right there um, across the across the bridge. And so I've never been there. I, I Every time I go home, I'm like, I got to go to the Ali Center and uh, keep forgetting to do it or something comes up. So the next time in town, I got to I got to make a trip up there to the Muhammad Ali Center and, and check it out. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. The airport in Louisville was named after yep, your name. Yep, yep. Muhammad Ali International. Yep, yep. So he's he's a hometown hero. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that a lot of people really didn't start loving Ali until um, probably the uh, when he carried the torch uh, during the Olympics uh, in Atlanta. Yep, 96. Yeah, 96. He carried the torch, uh, the Olympic flame. And a lot of people, you know, but there were a lot of people that hated Ali, like for a lot of the reasons that you talked about. He talked a lot. He could back it up. But his stance on the Vietnam War, um, you know, a lot of people uh, disliked him for that reason that, you know, he didn't want to go fight for the country. But one of his most famous lines, he's like, I'm not, none of them Kong have never called me a nigger. So why am I going <laughs> over there to fight them? You yeah. know, I mean, and, and you have to tell you like, yeah, you back here at home and being treated like crap, but you want me to go over there in the jungles of some other country and, and fight and kill people. And he took a stance on that. It, his career suffered. What He lost three years out of the ring because of that because they stripped yeah. him of his title. And uh, he came back and uh, reclaimed that. And uh, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, just like Dr. King, a lot of people only know about Ali from the periphery. They don't get into the deepness of who Muhammad Ali really was. And same thing with Dr. King. They they only know the, 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 the friendly parts that they like. They don't get into the to the guts of who these people are. But uh, we know the story. Yeah. So, we yeah, Ali was he he was probably the most kind, most gentle person you can mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he if he could, he would give you the shirt off of his back. Yeah, yeah. you know. And yeah. we we've got a, a book that he signed. We've got a Quran that he signed. Oh, nice. From um, from him it says okay. You know, two nice. Then. You know, uh, congratulations on your wedding, uh, Muhammad Ali. You got his signature. Wow. Signed, nice. Uh, autograph signed um, book of the Quran that, that came from uh, Muhammad Ali. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That is very cool. So, yeah, the greatest, uh, we salute him um, today, you know, 25th, 25th, 25th February, 1964, uh, 60 years uh, since he defeated Sonny Liston, so had to had to mention that uh, at the top of the at the top of the show. So, yep. yep. So yeah. So uh, before we get into our uh, some of the other topics, I have to give a shout out, man, to Caitlin Clark. I have to give a shout out to her. <laughs> yep. That girl is bad. She is bad. And what what she's on the threshold now is going to be huge, right? She's already broken the women's. Uh, record college basketball scoring. She now is 51 points away from breaking the all-time record held by Pistol Pete Maravich. 
And I think she's going to do it. I think she's going to do it, and she'll be the all-time leading scorer in Division One scoring. So I'm rooting that she does it, man, because I she is bad. She is a ball player. And uh, she seems to get a lot of hate, though, man, and a lot of people don't show her a lot of love. Um, but uh, she's good. She goes out there. She plays hard. She backs it up. And uh, she's just fun to watch, man. So – uh, I, I'm rooting for her to break that record that's been held by Pistol Pete, uh, who, who nobody thought it would ever be broken. But uh, she is going to do it. I just we don't know when. Fifty-one points, man. She could do that in one game if she gets she hot. Can do that in a couple of games. Couple of games, yeah. She'll she'll have the record a couple of games. So there's still still uh, probably a few weeks left before uh, March Madness gets underway so so, so I'm, I'm hoping we talking are we talking the regular season or is yeah that I think I think term? it's yeah I think it's regular season I think it's okay. regular season yeah so so today they uh, they won today uh, they beat Illinois she had 24 points today and that put her 51 points away from breaking uh, pistol Pete's record so so uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on that because I, I I'm a I'm a Caitlin Clark fan man hate to hey hate to say that I am a Caitlin Clark Clark fan <laughs> <laughs> and she's been at one school is it right yeah. has she been at one school the whole time yeah I think uh, I don't think she uh, she had the opportunity to go to a lot of other bigger schools but she's she's homegrown there in Iowa. And uh, and felt the need to stay home and play for the hometown team. So I I applaud that. I applaud that. No transfer portal for her. No, no, she's uh, she's doing it. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. Tournament time kicks off. Uh, I think South Carolina is going to win it again this year. They're 27 and 0. Don Stelly's got those ladies rolling. And uh, but it's been a good, good, good season for uh, women's college hoops. Uh, and she's been getting a lot of the publicity because she was on that road to break uh, break Kelsey Plum's record, and she did that. So now Pistol Pete's next. So, so we shall see. We shall see. But just want to throw that out, too. I got you. I got you. Yeah. That's good. Yes, sir. Yeah. What yeah. else is that? So uh, since we're talking hoops— you know, a lot of, you know, sneakers, man. You know, people, basketball players wear sneakers, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they wear sneakers. And uh, some players now, a lot of players now wear low-cut sneakers. And back in the day, we all wore high tops, you know, to protect our ankles and whatnot. And you don't see a lot of people wearing uh, high-top sneakers today. But they have an opportunity now to uh, to get a truly nice pair of high-top sneakers Made by Orange Julius Caesar, <laughs> which he unveiled at the Sneaker Con here last week. They're, oh my God, they're gold. They're the most ugliest looking things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the American flag on them and they're gold painted gold with a big T on the side of them. And uh, I'm just like, really, this dude is the biggest grifter there is, man. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, the shoes are selling for three hundred ninety nine dollars a pair. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, and that's almost as bad as my man, the big baller guy, when he was selling big baller brand uh, sneakers. He wanted like four hundred some for those shoes, I think. Uh, but these things are butt ugly, man. But yeah. he sold out. <laughs> He sold out of these things. 
And uh, I, he is a grifter, man. He is he is a grifter extraordinaire. So I, I think it's hilarious, man. But what really has people in our community pissed off is the comment he made mm-hmm. that uh, you know my sneakers, his one a couple of his um, sycophants or whatnot. That uh, you know these shoes are gonna go over well in the black community because black people love sneakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you obviously know so much about the black community uh, that you can make a statement like that. And you've probably never set foot in the black community. So uh, I, I that that is troubling. And then a couple other statements were made today about, you know, his mugshot and black. The black community loves his mugshot because they can relate to that. I mean, all this crazy stuff, man. And he he's just. To me, it tells it should tell us as black people what this dude really thinks about us. But you got you got black folks out there loving him, uh, sucking up to him. And uh, he as uh, who is it as um, my man in soldier story, uh, Denzel Washington character told uh, CJ, the Sarge despises you. (laughs) Trump despises (laughs) us, man. He, He don't care nothing about us. Yeah. But, you know, peddling these cheap ass sneakers and making comments about, you know, he knows so much about us and we love him because of this, his mugshot. And he's been indicted. So black people love him because of that. That is that's slanderous, man. Slanderous. Your thoughts. OK, you really want to know what <laughs> Give I, it to what a I street, think? man? Give it to a street. <laughs> no chaser, man. No chaser. <laughs> straight. No chaser. Straight. Straight. No what chaser. Is- Here's the straight. He's a damn fool. And he's afraid of black people. He's, he's got people saying that we, the black community, loves Sneaker because he's trying to get some black folks to vote for him. And mm-hmm. the majority of the black folks ain't falling for those ugly ass sneakers. Oh, Absolutely no way. Oh, and 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 the reason that black people like his mugshot because so many black people are like can relate to mugshot. What a what a what a fucking I don't even know how to say what a fucking not slanders. What a fucking idiot. He's gonna throw this shit into the black community's face. Well. The only reason you, you you like his picture because you know about being mugged. Right, that's, it's, it's pimping the black community. Right, you know everything about being mugged. You know, be, yeah, being in you've the criminal been justice. So many yeah. times you can yeah. relate. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you wear sneakers all the time. You can relate. So yeah. you're gonna vote for Trump because you like his mugshot because you've been on a mugshot someplace. You know what mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of backwards ass thinking is that? Yeah. Now that just lets you know that the people running his campaign, the people, as you said, his sycophants, don't understand black folks. And he never understood black folks. He never let a black person live in his apartments in New York. Right. right. You know, he 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 put out a full page ad for the uh, Central Park Nine mm-hmm. or Five. Yeah, Central Park uh, Five. Yeah, Central Park Five. Uh, to have them executed. He never recanted that. He never, never apologized, apologized yeah. for it. Nope. He don't nope. know anything about the black community. He just wants black. He This is a way that he thinks black people are going to vote for him. Mm. It ain't happening. 
You're going to get yeah. some. You're going to get some smiley-ass, Yasa Boston, Tim Scott type people, mm-hmm. okay? And and um, uh, what's his name? I can't think. I saw a picture with him the other day. Um, ben Carson. Little Wayne. Oh, yeah, Little Wayne. Yeah, Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Yeah. You're going to get them <laughs> fools. Yeah, okay. Little Wayne. Yeah. But you ain't getting nobody else. You, you, you're going to get people that want to be business people that suck up to you, but the majority of black folks ain't going to fall for that shit. Mm-mm. No. I have plenty of sneakers. They're running shoes. They ain't no damn basketball shoes. Yeah. They ain't hey, gold. You wouldn't catch. A bunch of cheap ass shit right. that he's peddling right. for $399. Yeah, you wouldn't catch nobody. A, a true a true ball player would be called dead playing ball in them things, man. They probably, you probably go to stop and your foot slide out of them, man. That's how probably cheap they're made, you know? I mean, it, it's, He's a grifter, man. He is nothing but a grifter. And he's he's the supreme grifter, man. And uh, he sold out. I, I, they put out a blurb that he sold out of these sneakers. Of course and, he's going to say that. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, but, of course uh, he's going to say that. He lies about everything, like yeah. having the largest crowd in, in yeah. an inauguration history. Yeah. Everything he does is perfect. You know he's going to sell out of those damn shoes. Yeah, yeah. He's... He, he, the the RNCs bought them all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's gonna sell out just like uh, Don Jr.'s book. They sold right. out because the RNC fucking bought all of them. Right. Right. Got him on the bestseller list. <laughs> yeah, they're all grifters, man. Every one of them. Just just nothing nothing of substance, man. But like you say, man, it, it's it's you're taking you you you're you're basically taking black people for granted. That, uh, you know, you you get up and make a statement, you and your people in your uh, entourage make statements that you have no point of reference because you probably don't know any black people, first of all. And and like you say, he has no black people on his team who would say, man, you don't, you need to tone that comment down. But he doesn't have that. So uh, I'm sure there'll be something else stupid that they'll say and try to throw it in the face of the black community. Uh, so we've got the sneakers. We've got we can relate to his mugshot. We can relate to his indictment. Another thing is black folks say they love him and they're going to vote for him because he gave us a check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really? <sighs> Come on. He didn't man. give black folks a damn. No. No, and, he, and that was another thing. He did that on purpose. He had the 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 stimulus checks. He had those pulled back, put yep. his signature. I mean, and now he can tell. See, see, look what I did for the black community. Man, you didn't do nothing for the black. He didn't community. do anything. Didn't do a damn thing for the black community. But hey, it plays well, and you're gonna get a few of us misguided black folks who are going to join your camp. But the majority of black folks in this country. Psh, Man, they could give a rat's ass about Trump because they know who he is. Right. They can see right through his bullshit. So, but yeah, I, it's hilarious, man. When he unveiled those sneakers, I'm like, really? This is yeah. this is ridiculous, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's so proud of him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's so proud of him. You know, everything that he touches is supposed to be gold. He's he shits on the golden throne. You know, his carpet is gold. His eyeballs are gold. Everything is gold. His sneakers are going to be gold. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the the ugliest looking shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be somebody. You watch. 
they're going to pay some NBA player to wear those fucking shoes. I guarantee you. <laughs> you watch. There's going to be somebody. I, I, yeah, gonna, I have to I'll keep an eye on that one. There's going to be somebody that they're going to pay to either warm up. They may not play in the yeah, game. They may not play. They're gonna, they'll warm up in those fucking shoes. Wow. He who's going <laughs> to he who's going to pay $400 million to the state of New York, $80 million to you, to the uh, Carol lady. He who's, who's trying to get some fucking money from everywhere. He going to pay somebody. I guarantee he going to pay somebody to wear those ugly ass shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Little Wayne's ass to go to a damn basketball game and be wearing. We're sitting courtside with those shoes. Courtside. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And what the hell is this little son of a gun doing? Sucking up to Trump, I don't get it. I don't, know, I don't know, man. A lot of these rappers, they and they, you know, they they say they got love for Trump, man. Our Snoop Dogg even say he got love for Trump. Can you believe that the dog father said he got love for Trump when a few years ago he was dogging Trump's ass out, but now he got love for Trump, and the primary reason he said was because he got a friend of his uh, got their sentence. Um, uh, commuted, got him out of jail. So I mean, he's very he's very calculating as to what he is now. He's now courting the black community. But please, we cannot fall for the okie doke, the rope a dope, whatever you want to call it. We can't fall for it because yeah. at the end of the day, if he gets back in, we man, it's gonna be hell on black folks and every other minority person in this country. So and, and folks say, hey man, you got up, you got to give me a break, man. I bought your shoes. He's gonna be like, so? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so? I mean, he he cares nothing about no one but himself, right. and it's it's quite. He shows it every day. Yep. So the the sneakers were just the latest in a line of utter bullshit that this guy rolls out every day, and. Um, I don't think we chatted about this. I think we, I don't know if we did or not, but um, I'm hoping he does not get out of this thing in Georgia. I mean, I'm hoping, man, that the judge does not throw Fonnie Willis and her team off this case, man. Right, right. Because if if he, if he does, then I don't think nothing's going to happen. He's going to skate on that. I mean, somebody's got to hold this guy accountable, man, for something. He yeah. he seems to get by on everything. So I, I don't think they have enough evidence to pull Fonnie Willis off the case. But the optics, the optics don't look good. Yeah. You know, the I mean, optics it's, don't it's still, look good. He's still going to be judged by people there. Right. You know, they can say whatever they want about the optics. And he's and and I mean. The tape doesn't lie. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, whether she had something going on with, you know, this this guy, I can't think of his name now. Oh, uh, Mr. Wade. Mr. Wade. Mm-hmm. Or whatnot, then, you know, it, it, it shouldn't have any bearing on his case. Because all he wants to do is throw shit against the wall and hopefully it sticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all he's all about. You know, yep. How can I yep. delay? How can I, right. you know, mess mess up the works so yep. that I'll look better than the piece of shit that I am? Right. 
So I think we're waiting. I, the judge, I'm not sure why he's taking so long to render a ruling. Um, it's going to be a written ruling. He's not going to rule from the bench. They said he's going to issue a written ruling. But the fact that he's taking so long, I'm like, I don't know. I pray that she does not get kicked off this case uh, because they got him dead to right on this, man. We got your ass on tape. Find me votes, <laughs> okay? Um, Eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty. Yeah. yeah, we got your ass on tape, and you can't deny that it was somebody else, or I don't know anything about that. When I no, it was you. So I, I'm hoping that Fonnie Willis gets to stay on this, see this through, prosecute him and all these others. She's already got what three people that have already uh, um, copped the deal. Yeah, they've already yep. copped plea deals on it. So I hope she does not get kicked off this case. So we'll see. That's coming up. Hopefully, uh, the judge is going to render a decision on that uh, this week, hopefully. So so there's so many things out here, man, that something's got to stick to this guy. He mm -hmm. is guilty as sin of all the crap that he's done. And he yeah. just seems to be slipping out of the noose every time. Yeah. Well, he's every winning primaries. Time. He's winning primaries. Yeah, he's winning primaries. He he beat Nikki last night in her home state. Oh, so, home state. Yeah. So uh, Nikki Haley should just go ahead and sit down and uh, give it up. And a couple of weeks later, she'll be endorsing him, uh, you know, like all the other idiots that fell in line. So she can say what she wants, but she'll be endorsing him. You watch. So. Yeah. So go sit down and, uh, and make your endorsement and try to wiggle your way into his team again or whatever he's doing. I don't know, man. It's 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 sad that uh, the country is faced with this foolishness again. Yeah, I think again. Nikki Haley is 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 praying that Bonnie Willis doesn't get kicked off the case either, mm -hmm. because if he goes to trial, and he's found guilty and, he, you know, she can say, well, I haven't been found guilty of anything. And she she's thinking she's calculating that by the time it gets to the election or the convention mm. that he's going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. And she would be the likely successor mm -hmm. and she can beat Joe Biden. Yeah. That's here, her. That's her. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's what she's banking on. But here's here's something I think, and we're 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 down one of our rabbit holes, and you know that's what we do here. But um, I don't think if she if that happened, that scenario happened, and she becomes the nominee due to our our lovely orange Caesar Julius Caesar being locked up. I don't think white America is gonna vote for Nikki Haley. One. I don't think white men are going to vote for her. She's a woman. She's a woman of color. Uh, I, I don't no, think. No, she's not. Well, no. we know she is. <laughs> okay. We know she is. <laughs> and, and she does, too, when it suits her to be that. There you go. When, when it suits her, then she's a minority. When it's not, she's, she's a white woman. So um, I don't think white men are going to vote for Nikki Haley. And they will probably convince their wives to do the same, just like they did when Hillary Clinton was running. They're like, eh, we ain't voting for it. For nope, we're not voting for her, and you're not voting for her either. So, um, yeah, she may think that, that she's going to end up in that position, but no, mm -mm, I don't think it's going to happen. She is not going to get the support of the bulk of white America. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Don't think so.
So well, we'll see. We shall see. We Super shall Tuesday see. Tuesday is what? Less than two weeks away. Yep, two weeks away. Yep. Yep, um, two weeks away. Next, next stop after South Carolina, I think, is Michigan's the next one. Yeah. For uh, yeah, the primary. So my man, he's just he's rolling right along. So I, Nikki just ought to drop out, and then a week or two later, she'll she'll endorse him. She'll have a press conference and endorse him. So. Don't act like you're just you can't stand this guy and everything. You're you're gonna bow down like all these other idiots and support him. So, yeah. so. do you think he's gonna cho- you think he's gonna choose her to be his vice president? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I think he's going to uh, my. I think there's two people that come to mind. Carrie Lake comes to mind. Yeah, figures. Uh, Carrie Lake comes to mind. And then I hate to say it, but he he's probably gonna pick his the guy who loves him so much. Oh, <laughs> the guy I love you. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're an embarrassment to black folk, man. Mm. You know, I mean, you're an embarrassment. So that's who I think he's gonna pick because he doesn't ah. suck. He doesn't sucked up to him so much. He doesn't polished his shoes and and all kind of other stuff for him. So yeah, I th- he he's and now he got a he now he got a fiance. So it's all good. Mm. <laughs> and mm. this lady that he got out of central casting, you know that uh, you know nobody you had you hadn't had a girlfriend no time, no time. But now you got a fiance. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. He's, he must think we're stupid. <laughs> you went and got some lady from Central Casting and uh said, Hey, we need we I need I need a girlfriend like uh like Bobby Brown. I need a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, man. Who he saying I mean probably it's probably one that 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 uh uh, uh Trump set up for. You're gonna marry him, you know? Yeah, I mean I mean, everybody been saying like, "Is Tim Scott engaged? Does he have a girlfriend?" Nothing, crickets. And then all of a sudden, whoa, he's got a girlfriend. And then you go from girlfriend to engaged. I mean, come on, man, it doesn't add up. (laughs) Doesn't add up. So he's been loving his buddy. And uh, you know, yes, a boss. What you need, boss? I got you, boss. I think yeah. that's who he's gonna pick. That's who he's gonna pick, and yeah. uh, and we'll see, we'll see. But I mean, he just embarrassed himself, and you know, just 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 man, just bend over and and, and pick up the soap and let let give it to me, man. That's Trump giving it to all of them. He's giving it to all of them, man. Yeah, giving uh, I see the headlines say that that he he met his soulmate. You know, a lovely Christian girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he had to throw that lovely Christian gal. I mean, come on, yeah. man. You, I mean, this is scripted. It's, it's scripted, man. Ain't nobody buying that, that that you had a girlfriend all this time. Please, yeah, please. He's smiling, showing all his gums ass. Yeah, yeah, just just smiling, man. I mean, I gotta count. He he is pathetic, man. He's another one. He's pathetic. He's pathetic. And to me, you're a freaking traitor, man. Because Nick, you wouldn't be where you were if Nikki Haley had nominated your dumb ass. 
And then you you don't even repay the loyalty by by like, hey, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna support Nikki. She got me in the Senate. But no, I love you, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, oh, dude. I, know. I just shake my head every time I think about that. <laughs> of all the you know what? They may as well take a big piece of fucking watermelon, stick it in his hand. <laughs> And put him on stage with Trump. Every time he shows up, somebody should be throwing some fucking water. Oh, him. my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because he, he's up there shucking and jiving, man, for Trump, yeah. man. I mean, yeah. it, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, man. And uh, we, we know who he is. I mean, he obviously don't know who he is, but we know who you are. And every time you've had an opportunity to do something for black folks, you haven't. So why should we expect anything different from you that you're going to endorse a 91 time indicted individual, a misogynist, a racist and everything else evil under the sun? This is who you're going to endorse. Why, why, why would we expect anything different? <laughs> you know, you know I, I, think about <laughs> this. How many of the Ten Commandments has he kept? <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. one didn't, which one didn't he violate? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> gosh, you know, I, he already he, he said. I think it was something he he said he didn't need to ask God to forgive him for anything. Oh That's, yeah, yeah. And, and he only knows a couple of scriptures. His favorite is two Corinthians. <laughs> I mean, so that tells me, dude, you ain't never set foot inside of nobody's church. Okay, yep. if that's how you you two Corinthians. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, you and I, we, we are not supposed to judge. Judge not lest we be judged. But this is easy, man. You make it easy <laughs> for us to criticize you because of what you do. We should know you, we know them by their fruit. And his fruit is rotten to the core. <laughs> his fruit is rotten to the core. Not that you or I are perfect, but dude. We ain't out here grabbing people, women by their genitals and sexually assault women in dressing rooms and paying off strippers and porn stars. We haven't done any of that. Oh, but this yeah, is the oh. individual that people want to be their leader. <laughs> this is, but th these are good Christian folk that want this guy to be their leader. So mm. what kind of Christian are you? That's what I have to ask. What kind of Christian are you that you are going to endorse that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what what kind of Christians are the Christians that endorse him? Right. Right. That's that's yeah. That's 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 the thing. It's like all these folks talk about talk about their Christian values or not, but you endorse this guy, like you say, has broken every commandment under the sun. But you endorse this guy, and you love this guy. You have no problem just gushing over him. But this guy, he is. He's the worst individual under the sun. I'm sorry. He's the worst individual under the sun. He's always looking to rip people off, take advantage of people, defame people. I mean, just what what redeeming value does he have? I can't think of any. I can't think of any. But this is who these people want. This is who they want. There's none of the commandments that I can think of that he, he hasn't or will not violate. Yeah, you yeah, know? that yeah. If he hasn't broken them, he's willing to violate them. I mean, <laughs> you know, he may not have broken, but he's willing to violate them. I mean, <laughs> I can't. I I don't understand America, man. We we say we want 
We want real leaders. But look at, I mean, I'm just looking at what we got going on. None of these people, they're not real leaders. They, they, they do nothing. They're on vacation now. Ukraine is getting bombed to hell and whatnot, and they may end up losing the war because these idiots in the House can't get together to pass a resolution to provide funding for this, for, for this man. Yeah. They're impeaching a guy who has done nothing wrong. They've impeached the secretary of uh, what is it? Homeland Security. Homeland Security. I mean, who's that? They'd impeach Jesus Christ if he showed up. <laughs> I mean, they would impeach Jesus Christ if he showed up on the scene and yeah. did something that they didn't like. Oh, we got him. You know him. why? You why know why? That? They they would con- they would say that Jesus Christ is a socialist because you know he took some fish and some bread and fed people. Right. That's he right. Gave, gave That's people right. that didn't have anything something free. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they didn't work for it. They didn't work for it. Yeah. So we we have no real leaders in in this country, and especially on on the Republican side of the house. They're all fucking idiots, man. And all they care about is is like, hey, well, you did this to our guy. We're going to do it to your guy. That's their that's leadership. Nah. Childish. Yeah, it's childish and it's petty and it's ruining this country. And they're hoping that their mascot, their guy gets back into 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and they're going to rain hell down on everybody. That's what we got to look forward to. So we got to get out and vote. We got folks got to get out and vote these people out of office. And we got to vote people in the office. They care about the constitution. They care about preserving the government and democracy, and they care about doing what's right for the people in this country. Everybody. And so it's scary, man. It is scary as hell. So yeah. I think we've beat that horse to death. <laughs> we've yeah. run through that pair of sneakers. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we they they ripped up, man. They ripped up. <laughs> they got a you know, they got a big T on the side of them, man. I heard somebody say the T was for treason. <laughs> I mean, because you're a damn insurrectionist. You you incited an insurrection against the United States government. You're a treasonist. I mean, come on, man. This I mean, everything that that could could this dude could do wrong, he's done. You incited a damn insurrection against the United States of America. <laughs> and, and I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you did. So anyway, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Another talking about another sneakers. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of sneakers and fiascos. (laughs) Last Sunday was the NBA All Star Game. I don't know about you, but I was damn disappointed. (laughs) And I think anybody that has ever picked up a basketball and played basketball at any level felt that that showing of what went on last Sunday, it was disrespectful. The players disrespected themselves. They disrespected the game and they disrespected the fans. That was horrible. And uh, I'm just like, man, they got to do better. And yeah. and what really um, and what maybe no one's mentioned it, but the fact that the bulk of the players in the NBA, but eighty some percent are black, 
now probably probably 85 percent or so are black the bulk of the people who are all stars were black you had uh the joker out there and you had luca out there uh, beyond that uh, i think that was it so the bulk of the players who are selected as all stars were black and I know people were probably like, you know, man, look at those niggers out there. <laughs> I know, I know they were saying that because it, it, I'm, I'm sitting in the house like, what are y'all doing? You're embarrassing yourselves, and you're cheating the game. That, that's what I felt, man. You're cheating the game. So I like, you know what? Do away with the All Star game. I say do away with All Star weekend except for the three-point contest, which I thought was really great. But the game itself sucked, and uh, they need to make some major improvements before they roll out this uh, next year. Your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't watch it. You know me. I I don't watch NBA basketball. Oh, I didn't watch any of it. But okay. prior to the game, I predicted I, – I wrote this on my Facebook page. I predicted – that the score would be 168 to 161 wow. and the West was going to win. And I said, wow. it's strictly because they don't play defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And 211 to 189. <laughs> yeah. Almost 400 points. <laughs> almost 400 points. Yeah. One yeah. point, was it like one point or two points away from a 400 points? Yeah, it was. Uh, and then afterwards, yeah. as people complain, some of the NBA All Stars had the right to open up their lips and say, "Well, there's there's got to be something done about you know maybe maybe you know playing you know more defense. There got to be something done about." It. Yeah, you play <laughs> defense, you stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, right. It's up to you. You're right. out, you're out there. <laughs> you're, you're out the there. Right. You're the one that don't have the, the 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 guts enough to play defense. Right, right. You know, all you want to do is run up and down and throw the damn ball down the hole, you know, and so on. Mm-hmm. Play defense. Then right. then the game would come back. Right. You right. Know, as of right now, I'm like you. There shouldn't be an all-star game. There shouldn't be a Pro Bowl Mm-mm. touch yeah. football game, flag football game. Yeah, they're Get doing rid of flag all that football. crap. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So when when they complain that well there there should be something done about it it's your fault because you didn't do anything about it mm-hmm. and the commissioner of basketball he kind of scoffed at it like huh, two hundred eleven yeah. points yeah. he was pissed off yeah he was not happy he was not oh, happy two hundred and eleven yep. points in a yep. basketball total, game yeah total combined. 397 points. 397 <laughs> points. They have three points away. Another three-pointer, they would have 400 points for total. And that, I mean, really? And like most all-star games, okay, yeah, you, 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 you it's, it's lax and whatnot for at least the first couple of quarters. And then after halftime, things usually, okay, okay, let's get competitive and, right. and make, make it a game. That never materialized this year. It was just man, throw, shoot from wherever, you know, go ahead and dunk that ball and just step out of the way. I mean, it was embarrassing, man, yeah. because it, it was just like this. This isn't basketball. If I if I was the uh, commissioner, I would just say, you know what? <clears throat> I'm throwing in like a boxing match. If, if the fight's going to I'm throwing in the towel because we're stopping this, man. This is embarrassing. So I'm throwing in the towel as the commissioner. This game's over. Yeah. You know? 
And you're absolutely go ahead. If if you don't remember the last time that we broadcast, we talked about, you know, people like um, Charles Barkley and Shaq complaining about the NBA players. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, they should go sit down somewhere. Well, this time their complaints were valid. Absolutely. You know, because right. They didn't do a damn thing. No, you're you're making what? 40, 50 million dollars a year, a lot of these guys. And for 48 minutes, you can't go out there and play hard for 48 minutes and give the fans something that would, you know, that's that would be like, oh, yeah, man, I went to the NBA All-Star game in Indiana. It was great. It was a great game. You can't give the fans that. No, you gave the fans a bunch of trash. And it's not just, you know, common people are were pissed about it. You had sportscasters, analysts on ESPN. They were pissed about it. They're like, what is this? What was that? Yeah. It was trash. And so um, I, I was like, man, I, I, no. My wife came down. She said, oh, you enjoying the game? I'm like, no. She said, what's going on? I said, look. So she doesn't play sports. She doesn't get into sports. But she thought she's like, they're just running up and down the court. I say, yeah, they, they've been doing that the entire game. Nobody's guarding anybody. People just get out of there, step out of the way, let them have that shot, whatnot. It never turned competitive. That game never turned competitive. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look at the all-star games of old, it always got competitive after halftime, but I, I don't know, man. They, well, they need to know, do something. The last time that the NBA all-star game was in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. I went. Said, yeah, you were there, right? I was there. And Joy and Sharon was there and Lynn was there. Mm-hmm. And at any point in time on the floor, there were, I got a picture. I, I showed you that picture when you came right, to visit. Right. Yep. There were nine NBA Hall of Famers. No, there was eight NBA Hall of Famers in that picture. There were nine people in wow. that picture. And there were eight NBA Hall of Famers. The only person in that in, in in that picture that wasn't a Hall of Famer, to my knowledge, was Ralph Sampson. Yeah. Yeah. He was the I, only one. Yeah. The person that wasn't in that picture was Mark Aguirre. Mm, okay. Okay. He was on the he was on the floor, but when Lynn took that picture, he was he was he was uh on the he wasn't shown in that photograph. Mm. The ticket cost me five dollars wow five dollars this was 1985 you know what the the cheapest seats in this year's cost mm, 500 1300 1300 oh my gosh the least expensive ticket cost 1300 dollars to be in the upper level wow. of the field house if wow. you're at the mid-level, it costs $2,000. And to reach a center point, if you want to get at the at, at half point line, it costs you $4,300 for that. Man, wow. I spent $4,300 to see this. Yeah, 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 I would be pissed. And I think the bulk of the fans were. 
that's a lot of money to shell out for that for the whole weekend. A lot of people were there the whole weekend, and that's a lot of money to shell out. You know, going to events and dinners and stuff like that. Then you've bought tickets, you've made bought merch. I mean, and this is this is what you're treated to. Uh, one of the worst products, yeah, one of the worst products I've seen uh, from a, from an all star game. Um, it, it was pretty bad, pretty pretty bad. Yeah. So uh, it turns people off, man, because a lot of these guys, they, half the time, you don't know who's going to play when you go. If you go to a game, you know, well, are they going to play tonight? Because they're yeah. resting, <laughs> you know. The other thing in the slam dunk contest, was there anybody on the NBA All-Star team? Uh, yeah, yeah. The one, one guy, yeah, one guy participated, Jalen Brown from the Celtics. He He was an All-Star. So okay. he participated in the slam dunk contest. And that's another thing. They need to do away with the dunk contest because the superstar quote, the, the quote superstar players of this era, they don't participate. No. And, and that's why I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a LeBron fan. You know, um, you, you say you, you're a student of the game and you're, you know, but if you look, if you're a student of the game, you look at the slam dunk contest over the years and look at the caliber of people that participated, all the superstar players of a given era participated in the slam dunk contest. But you, because I don't know, I guess you're afraid of ruining your brand, don't want to participate. And because you don't want to participate, it's got a lot of these other guys who will probably be great in it. They don't want to participate either. So just do away with it. Do away with it. You know, keep the three point contest. I thought the three point contest was great this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great this year. Damian Lillard won it. But the, the, to me, the best part was uh, Steph Curry shooting against Sabrina Unescu. That was awesome. And she represented for women's basketball. She almost beat Steph. You know, Steph won by three points. <laughs> But that girl can shoot, man. She can shoot. And she shot from the NBA three-point line and, and put up 26 points. And Steph put up 29. So it was good. That that was probably the best event of the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of this other stuff, nah. Because the a lot of the the the, the better guys don't want to participate in the dunk contest. You know? Um it's it's not like it used to be where your superstar guys, hey, I'll participate in it. The Kobe's, the Michaels, the Dominique Wilkins, the David Thompson's, the Dr. J's, Larry Nance, all these guys, they didn't have any problem going out there. Let's see what you got. But these guys now, they don't want to ruin their brand or what. I don't get it. So to me, don't talk about you're a superstar because you haven't done what other superstars have done to advance the product of the league. Yeah. That, that's how I feel about it. So keep the three-point contest, and that's it. Don't have nothing else. If you can't improve on the product that you're putting out there, then don't do it. Don't do it. And don't don't have a game. It'll, it'll just be all-star night. <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah. If you want to call it that. But just you know, have a three-point contest between – the best WNBA shooters versus the NBA three-point shooters have a contest. That's what that's our event for the weekend, and that's it. But uh, this this All Star Weekend was trash, trash. trash. It, it would be better for them to name the All Stars and the All Stars go and have a town hall. 
Something. And meet, yeah. and, meet, and meet with the fans and yeah. sign autographs and right. stuff like right. that. That would be right. better right. than right. presenting what they mm-hmm. what they did last Sunday. Yep. 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 As they say, I was not impressed. <laughs> I was not impressed, and not a lot of other people were not impressed either, because it was, it was again, it was, it was, uh, it, it was disrespectful to the game. If you truly love hoops, yeah, that was disrespectful to the game. So, yeah. yep. So anyway, a um, couple other items, and then we'll wrap up with uh, with your highlights of your big event you went to last week. A couple of music items. We always talk about music. We, we we find a way to work something in and got two music things we want to chat about today. One is the uh, documentary that was on, um, what was channel? I forgot what channel it was on. Uh, but anyway, it was about James Brown. It was called Say It Loud. And uh, man, I, really great documentary. I loved it. Uh, watched it. I re- actually recorded it so I can go back and watch it again. But the thing that so we we all we grew up on James Brown. We grew up on his music. Uh, we remember I you probably remember the Jet used to get the Jet magazine and James oh, yeah. Brown being Soul Brother number one would be in the be in the Jet magazine with his crown on and everything, you know. But James Brown is uh, he is a legend extraordinaire when it comes to uh, what he brought to the entertainment business. A moniker, he's the hardest working man in show business. I believe it. I had the privilege of seeing James Brown the year prior to him dying. Saw him in 2005. And believe it or not, he played a show at the United States Air Force Academy <laughs> of all places. And so we went, had seats right down front. And the man was, gosh, he was probably 69 or 70 something then. I forgot how old he was. He was he was up there, but he put on a two-hour show. Didn't take a break, and man, did 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 a lot of his hits. And I mean, he was the Godfather of soul. But the thing that struck me when watching this documentary was how much he truly loved black people. That's what just like man, this he his love for black people was monumental. And he wanted black people to do well. And uh, I, I, we'll never have another one like that. There will be a there will never be another James Brown. I don't I don't know anybody that comes close uh, to what he brought to the black community as a whole, what he meant to the black community at a time when the black community needed somebody. He was it, you know. So uh, I, I thought it was great, man. Your thoughts? Did you get a chance to see it? I think I had seen that before. Oh, okay, okay. I think it was out maybe five, six years ago. Oh, okay. And and it it, it goes into if I'm thinking of the same one, it goes into when remember he goes to Boston and yep. some of the yep. people go up on the crowd and he goes, yep. yeah, you know. You know, you're not going to do that. You know, he right. calmed the crowd down. They were getting mm-hmm. angry about something. I forget what it was. Yeah. yeah. And he said, well, brother, was, come on yeah. up. He goes, I want him to come up here. And the cops wanted to rush, mm-hmm. rush the stage. He goes, no, 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 I got this. Yeah. Come on up here. You know, yeah. brother, you can yeah. dance, whatever. But we're going to do this peacefully. 
Right, right. Okay, right, so right. We're I think we're talking about the same thing. I saw it maybe four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm thinking about Mr. Mr. Dynamite. But, I think uh, that's the one, Mr. Dynamite. That's the one yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, this one was and, say loud. Uh, but yeah, that yeah. that song became a theme song for the civil rights movement because mm-hmm. Black community, we were in a process of making some serious changes. We were we were going from being called colored to being called Negro. Mm-hmm. And then say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Then we got then we got into this, you know, uh Afrocentric part of our history. And, you know, we wanted to get rid of all the things that kind of made us look white people, of course, you know, put lightning cream on, they process mm-hmm. or straighten their hair and stuff like that. And what James Brown said is that, you know, don't be afraid of your blackness. Say right. it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. So a lot of black pride and Afrocentric centric that Afrocentric themes develop. People mm-hmm. start wearing dashikis. Yeah. People start wearing the froze. People start mm-hmm. wearing the bell bottoms and things like that. You know, things that weren't 1960s but 1970s and so on, because that was that time period. And the Vietnam War was going on at the same time. You know, as we mentioned, that uh, Muhammad Ali didn't go to the war because, you know, it was against his religious uh, beliefs mm-hmm. and so on. And uh, James Brown said it all with that theme song, Say It Loud, mm-hmm. I'm Black and I'm Proud. Yep. And so we're still, we still have that in our in our vocabulary. Some people say African-American, some people say black. So we're right. still, right. you know, we're right. still trying to figure this thing out. And white right. folks don't right. know what the hell to call us, right? Right, right. You know, <laughs> African, African-Americans or you're black, you know, I just say I'm, I'm the black folks. And then the Africans go like, well, I'm not black, I'm not black. Right. <laughs> you know? and, and, and the real yeah. Africans don't want to be part of African-Americans right. because, right. you know, eh, right. well, right. we have. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a, I can't think of the name of the song. But I think there was a movie out that dealt with the Apollo. And um, I, I play this song all the time when I when I um, get into my car because it just it's just so appropriate that when I hear this song, I think of, man, that is the correct song for us and let me let me find it for mm. you it's uh, uh don't turn back don't turn back by robert uh glasper oh robert glasper yeah. okay yeah yeah don't turn yeah. back it was, yeah. it was in the uh i think it was a, a movie called the apollo or something okay and it talks about the struggle i mean that's the perfect song Mm. That could be the theme for today as opposed to say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Don't turn mm. back for mm. all the things that we had to go through to get where we are today. And yeah. James Brown and say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud is a part of that history because it deals with the Apollo. And he was the king of the Apollo. Yeah, yeah. he was. It. You know? yeah. yeah. 
So I, I have to listen to that song at least once a day. Okay. Okay. If you yeah. don't have it, if you don't have it in your uh, in your uh, library. Yeah, I've got some Robert Glasper stuff, but I don't put know it if in I have there, that man. one. Okay. Okay. It, it, it is. You listen to it and it make you think. Damn. Well. Uh, okay. Okay. And I'll do that. Melody. It's got a great song and it makes you okay. think. Okay. And we that. went through all this, and we're not gonna go back. Yeah. Just like we talk about Orange Julius Caesar. He wants to take us back to a time mm-hmm. period. And this song says, we're not going to turn back. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome song. I, okay. I recommend it for everybody. Don't okay. turn back. I'll have to check that out. Check that out. All right. So from James Brown, um, a person who was a beacon and a light for the black community, we go to Bob Marley. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And uh, we we went to catch that movie this weekend and I came away. Yeah. One Love, uh, Bob Marley. It's a great movie. But there's a there's a thread between James Brown, the love he felt for the black community and how he wanted the black community to to be self-sustaining, to take pride and all that. Bob Marley felt the same thing about Jamaica. And, you know, the love he had for the Jamaican people and he wanted all the factions that were fighting against it. He wanted that to end. And, uh, you know, that was his goal was to have unity and peace in his country. And uh, it's not so much about the music, even though, the you know, you, the music's in the movie. But you see that this guy had a true love for the Jamaican people and for his country. And he only wanted the best for the people and the country. And um, he died. I mean, he was 36 years old when he died. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just like, wow, it, it makes you it makes when you if you go see it, it makes you sort of sad that, uh, you know, all this guy put himself out there for. Uh, there were people that were like, no, I mean, he was stabbed uh, one time. He was stabbed. He was shot because of his activity trying to bring peace and unity to Jamaica. People did not want that. And so um, I just found like, well, it's a different side of Bob Marley that I I had heard about. But you you see it plainly when you watch this movie. So, um, again, I think it's something you ought to check out if you haven't checked it out yet. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, 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 the music is, is there. And, um, the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that his religion, Rastafaria, mm-hmm. uh, it came from, uh, Haile Selassie. Yep. Haile Selassie. Yep. Emperor yeah. of Ethiopia. And the last <laughs> emperor of, uh, Ethiopia, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And so he wanted to, you know, bring that to Jamaican, which he did, and the ideas. And um, it never got caught on in America because it was too weird because, yeah. you know, anything that was black is not good right. for America back <laughs> right. in those days. Right. Okay. So there was criticism of, of Marley from the American uh, music people for that mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. But then again, as his music grew and became more popular, uh, and people were introduced to the music, let, a, let alone the religion of Rastafaria, then they caught on to the the um, lifestyle and the thoughts and dreams of Bob Marley and mm-hmm. so on. I, I think 
I think our last broadcast, we just talked about his bass player uh, passing away. Yes, uh, I think we did. Yeah, I think yeah, we did. Yeah. So yeah. the last of the Whalers is his mm-hmm. main contributor just died uh, this year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. Within, the, within the year. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's that's a movie that's on my um, on my slate. Yeah. To yeah. watch. Haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I've got a movie that I just downloaded um, um, yesterday that I'm going to watch, American Fiction. American? Oh, that's the one with Jeffrey Wright in it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, haven't, yeah. I, I, I just bought one. it. Okay. Just bought it. Got a down, I downloaded it. I, I got it on my Apple, um, Apple TV stuff. Okay. So I okay. want to watch that, too, which... Um, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I want to see that one. Yeah, I want to see that one too. So, yeah, I think I think you're gonna like the uh, the Bob Marley movie. It 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 will move you and uh, gives you a different perspective on. I I think his Exodus was one of the greatest albums of the 20th century. I mean, Mm -hmm. that album is a stone cold classic, and uh, the songs that came off that album, I'm like, man, they've stood the test of time. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I really enjoy it. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe it comes out on digital before it hits DVD and then I'll download it and I have it on my iPad and watch it. So, but oh, yeah, yeah. American, American fiction, I, I've been wanting to see that one too. So, yeah. 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 So it's awesome. Gonna be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be yeah. interesting. Cause I, uh, I saw an interview with, um, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright. Just, yeah. just the, uh, the other day. And he was talking about how he had to um, play this character who people thought he had to play this character out of character because he mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't black enough because he didn't talk like black folks. So a lot of people fell in love with his his writing, and he mm-hmm. just wanted to be a writer. Okay, so. It was interesting that he had to go through all these this turmoil to get in the character of this mm-hmm. guy who didn't who wanted to be known as a writer, not just as a black writer. Yeah. So he yeah. had to go along with playing like Tim Scott, being like Tim Scott. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what yep, I mean? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just love you, Mr. <laughs> President. Yeah. He didn't go along with that, but he had to play that to get right. To, right. So I'm gonna watch that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like Bobby Jeffrey Wright. He's a great actor. Yeah. 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 Jeffrey Wright's a great actor. Great yeah. actor. Yeah. And I I downloaded uh before we wrap up, we've been man, we've been at this for a while, but um the one with Robert De Niro in it. Uh it's about the the native tribes and Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. I downloaded that one. I gotta watch that one too, but that's that's it's, a great movie too. It's excellent. Yeah. And it's a true story. True story, yep. Yeah. Yeah, true story. I watched yep. Lynn and I watched it the other day and it's just it's just pitiful. Yeah. On how they treated folks, man. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's 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 a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sad yeah. that it's sad but true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're at the uh, end of the show, and we're gonna let you have the last word and tell us about your Daytona 500 experience. Oh, the Daytona <laughs> 500. I thought we weren't gonna talk. Yeah, the Daytona 500. I. 
I uh, went over last week, uh, last weekend for the Daytona. There's basically three, uh, four days of racing that goes on and um, went over Thursday. That night they had two races, their 125-mile races, and then mm. Friday they had a truck race, and then Saturday they had the ARCA race, but it, it rained Saturday and Sunday, so they delayed the uh, 500 until uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the second time I've gone to Daytona, and it's just like it was the first time, and it's it's people that like racing. You can see the entire track. The races were the race was good. Okay. Uh, once again, I'll say it again. I did not see one Confederate flag. <laughs> um, there were more black folks there. Uh, as wow. a matter of fact, the the person that is going to be the next in charge of the next race uh, um, promoter is black. Uh, they had, you know, uh, as they introduced folks, they had black comedians and black, uh, entertainment people there. Uh, and the race was the race and it was a lot of banging and bumping around and wrecks (laughs) that happened. And, uh, it's, it's like the Indy 500. You, you'd have to go there and witness it to see what it's like, um, TV doesn't do any justice when you see 41 cars doing 200 miles an hour and they don't have, the cars don't have mufflers. (laughs) So it's really, really loud. loud, Yeah. I mean, luckily I've got uh, Apple um, AirPods Mm -hmm. and they've got a noise counseling feature, man, to just, takes out the noise like that okay. so you don't hear any of that so it's perfect for that okay um race was good people were nice um i i'll, I'll probably go back next year i mean it's nice. just it's just a nice race and you can go anywhere on that facility unlike indianapolis where they kind of limit you to where you can go at Daytona, go you just go damn near any place. You know, yeah. you can go on the start finish line. You can sign the bricks right there. You know, they got a checkered, right? right. Uh, a checkered, not bricks, but they got a checkered uh, flag mm-hmm. for the start finish. And people go there and they sign their name on it. You know, and it's there all year, and they'll pay over it the next year, and they'll the next year that people will sign it again. So it's a good race. Yeah. Um, uh, it ended on the caution, which sucked, but uh, it is what it is. You know, at least they finished it, and um, racing was good. Um, Michael Jordan's guy, Bubba Wallace, didn't yeah. didn't win, uh, but his other his other driver um, can't think of his name now. Uh, he won one of the dual races because Bubba Wallace number is twenty three. And the other guy who won the twin 125s, one of them, uh, he his car number was 45 for Jordan's last year. Mm. Um, yeah, so he owns him and uh, Denny Hamlin own both of those cars. Okay. Uh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, um, oh, I can't think of it. But anyway, it was kind of neat that 
Jordan got a win of he. I don't think he was there. Right, right. Of the, um, yeah. But it was good. Nice. You know, I'll, I'll go back. Yeah. Uh, even though they delayed it for, um, even though they delayed it for a day, uh, it was it was still good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right, my friend. Um, I think we about we're an hour and fifteen minutes into this thing tonight. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, but good discussion, good lively discussion, and uh, you know, sometimes we do get a little long-winded, but there's a method to the madness. So. <laughs> Yeah, there is a method to the madness. So uh, we're going to wrap this episode up. And uh, any parting words? Uh, well, just, uh, hey, it's an election year. Yes, sir. Make sure that all your um, registration and voting information is up to date, you know, and um, don't try to let them pull anything off you by kicking you off the rolls because you didn't buy, vote in the primaries last year or whatnot. Get out there and fight for your right to vote. That's right. That's right. It's yeah. it, truly this year is vote or die. Because uh, man, if if we if we don't exercise our right, it's going to be murder on a lot of folks. That's just reality. So it's 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 a tough time. It's a. I think this is a big turning point in this country, man. Uh, this election is. is serious business this time around so not yeah. that they're all not serious but this one is extremely serious so we need people to get out and exercise their constitutional right and and cast that vote absolutely all right with that being said i'm going to end with chiliano dopo and i will bid you sayonara until the next time The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.